And I heard this. Uh, uh. I didn't realize that was Robbie Ray. Did you know that Robbie Ray is a tennis-like grunter? Or that annoying guy in the gym that's that last rep? Uh. That's Robbie Ray <laughs> echoing off the roof of the trop last night in oh. Tampa. So I didn't know if you noticed or could hear that or not. Fun, sun, and surf. It's the Rod Peterson Show. Oh, you got that right, Rick Reagan. Welcome. Welcome, Canada. And Canadian sports fans around the world to the RP Show. We are getting it. We're live. It is bright. We're coming to you live from the beach house in beautiful Pompano Beach, Florida. It is Canada's daytime sports talk show. It is episode number 576 of the RP Show. And we are along the coastline here. Sorry. Just getting stuff ready to roll. The moose is with us. Let's, can we bring the moose on? Get him on the screen. Darren Dupont back home. How you doing, moose? I'm doing good. Man, every day. Say, how's, how's your day I, going? I think I'm like, I could live without a pool. I don't need a pool. Now you're at the beach, and now I'm like, oh, I wish I was at the beach. I love the beach. I love the yeah, water. Uh, so, uh, and oh, it was funny. The sun well, was hey. so bright this morning. We were worried it was blown out. All you could see was white. But now as it goes overhead, we can start to see the blue sky come into the picture and the beach and the sand. It's nice. Good for you. The South Florida, the South Florida trip continues down here for the RP show. And yeah, we've switched venues out of Dodge City. We'll, we'll probably go back there. But as I said, we're at the beach house, Pompano Beach, Florida. Can you hear that plane going overhead here? The there? Bear with me there, here yeah. as we get ready to talk sports or whatever it is. is it, could you see it? it? It wasn't annoying. It's not that loud. Okay. Uh, Jordan's telling me in my ear that he couldn't hear it. So coming up on the program today, the usual stuff that you... Uh, are used to. Mo Khan will join us. He's got a new job, right, Clark? He's not at TSN 690 Montreal anymore. Where's Mo Khan now? Is it CTV Montreal or Global Montreal? Is he still TSN? Yeah, he's going to check the Twitter of one Mo Khan. He'll be joining us from Montreal to talk a little uh, Canadians. Uh, Alouettes, who I see are in a in a Friday night doubleheader. They're at the Toronto Argonauts tomorrow night. And also Matt Stage, and we've been trying to get a hold of Matt Stage in for a while. Uh, the longtime Calgary Flame was briefly a Calgary Flames broadcaster. Now he's joined at Moose, as you know, the Calgary Hitman as an assistant coach replacing Joel Otto there. So I'm, I'm very interested to chat with Matt Stajan on the program today. He's coming up in hour two. But Darren, I thought that you would get a kick out of this. I just want to tell you a little story from yesterday. First time ever, went to Cracker Barrel. Have you ever been to a Cracker Barrel in the United States of America? No. Heard of it, never been. Okay, first time ever. And I went, and it was unreal. Uh, had chicken fried chicken figure that one out drowned it in white gravy it was all great but i was wearing that buccaneer shirt from yesterday and here in south florida this is dolphins country right so yeah. I, I right so i went to pay the she she would have aptly have been named like flow you know what i mean at the till yeah. and uh and she's like well you be careful wearing that buccaneer shirt around here now we don't serve bucks fans and i said well I turned, and it, it has Brady 12 on the back. I said, I'm more of a Tom Brady fan. She goes, oh, we all like Tom Brady. We all like Tom Brady around here. So I, I thought you would get an appreciation for that. Even if they don't like the Buccaneers in South Florida, they still love Tom Brady. The guy might be the governor of this state when Ron DeSantis is done. Okay. Oh. Would that surprise you at all, Moose? N not at all. He's not leaving. We know that. And, uh, no, I mean, <laughs> no. You, can, you can hate the teams he plays on. It's hard to hate Tom. Well, we were laughing about that the other day with some of the uh, 
my newfound friends down here in South Florida with uh, Tom Brady saying he won't be caught dead living in the Northeast ever again. And he got away with it because he's yeah. Tom. So anyways, there is my South Florida story of the day. Don't, you don't be wearing that Buccaneer stuff around here, says Flo. But if it's Tom Brady, we're okay. All right. All right. Can we please, Director Jordan, hit the quick six show topics? Uh, please, horn as we roll. Uh, number one, I saw you tweeting up a storm last night, Moose, on the Toronto Blue Jays. The Blue Jays are in flight. They beat the Tampa Bay Rays 4-2 last night. Alec Manoa went six innings. He overcome a bit of a shaky start. They had a little issue early on, went six-plus. And uh, the Blue Jays won, and they're now 16-4 and four in the month of September. That is a major league best, 16-4. and four. And as you said, they're mathematically not going to be able to get to 100 wins. So I think you owe me something for that. But can I ask you this? Because I don't know. Where did this come from? Like, we did not. Nobody saw this coming, right? Right. Did you? No. Like, I didn't see them going on a 16-4 and four tear in the month. I saw them. I, I legitimately saw them getting to 100 wins because I thought, look, if they make enough mistakes, they throw enough games away, they've earned enough victories that they didn't capitalize that I thought, look, at, they're just going to clean up mistakes. They're not going to throw games away. And by default, they're good enough to, to win 100 games. Didn't happen. So we knew they were good enough. But, I mean, they just, you know, timely hitting. They've muscled teams around. The pitching has gotten better. You know, Hin Jin Ru hasn't been, you know, ace-worthy all year long, but he still has it. The bullpen's been a little bit better. And then, you know, you look at the game last night, and I said, that's a good playoff-type win. A 4-2 game. You felt a ton of yes. adversity down the stretch. They left the bases loaded in the ninth and got out of that jam to win the game with Tampa leaving the bases loaded. And I said, that's a good playoff win. And some of the comments said, that's an ugly win. That wasn't a good win. That's not a good sign. And I replied, I'm like, these are games the Jays would have lost earlier in the year. Now they're winning them. So it was a big step forward to be up against the wall and, and overcome that adversity in the ninth inning. So I liked it. Well, I've had a very charmed life being around sports people my whole life. And I guess, you know, with what you're saying, something popped into my mind and that was it's not how you start it's how you finish right and i've had yeah. sports people say actually no it's how you start finish and play in the middle but i think 162 games is probably a lot to ask right like i can see an 18 game cfl schedule or a 17 game nfl schedule it's i don't think it's a lot to ask to have the hammer down for the whole thing but major league baseball little different story i did want to mention this there were no incidents last night a day after tampa's kevin kermeyer scooped up a data card that fell out of toronto catcher alejandro kirk's wristband during a play at the plate in the sixth inning of monday's game he refused to give it back to the jays catcher as you know Rays manager kevin cash apologized to jays skipper charlie montoya before last night's game. So Charlie said, so now it's agua under the bridge. That's water Spicy. under the bridge, okay? And so, right, so Toronto's won three of five against the Rays over the last nine days. And listen, I know we got to move on, but I'm just not as worried now in a playoff meeting between the Jays and the Rays should it happen. And by the way, when asked what message the Blue Jays are sending to the others about the AL wildcard race, Charlie replied, uh, replied we're here. So I would have liked Moose to have heard that in August. Yeah, I know. You say the here. beginning, middle, and end, and I know where the sports people come at because the games matter. Right. Two points is two points is two points is two points, no matter where. You need to get them all the way. But, but right now, it doesn't matter how bad the Jays were at the beginning of the year. 
If you can get on a roll at the end and, and ride it into the playoffs, that's what will matter. Yes. Uh, by the way, Hour 1 of the RP Show is brought to you by our friends that explore Edmonton and HSBC World Rugby 7 Series, which is this weekend in Edmonton. We're giving away tickets today for you and a friend. Comment in our YouTube live chat and type rugby tickets to win. And producer Clark and his crew will randomly select a winner to head up to Edmonton, the City of Champions, to enjoy the World Rugby 7 Series this weekend with our friends at Explore Edmonton. Moving on, week eight in the Canadian Football League uh, opens tonight. I will be watching the game tonight. It is the three and three Hamilton Tiger Cats at the one and four Ottawa Red Blacks. I think the only question here is not who wins Moose. It is by how much do the Hamilton Tiger Cats win tonight? The betregal.net line is 10 and a half for the Hamilton Tiger Cats, who, by the way, started the year 0-2. And now at three and three, if you look up at the standings, in the CFL East, Hamilton's on top at 3-3. Three and three. It continues to be a dog's breakfast. I'm going to take Hamilton to cover the spread at 10.5, and, and then I regretfully say I think Marcel Desjardins is going to be fired within the next couple days as general manager of the Ottawa Red Blacks. That's my BLP, my bold Lynch prediction. Your yeah. thoughts on tonight's lid lifter in week eight of the CFL? That's going to be a tough one. I feel so bad for those Ottawa Red Blacks because with Marcel, he's shown an ability to bring in talent and put winning football teams on the field. And the market's been spoiled. They haven't been around that long and they've continued to be successful and they've won the great cup and they've been in the playoffs and they've constantly been competitive and had star power. And then we know when it comes to the big guys with Greg Ellingson and, you know, on the offensive line and you look at some key players that weren't retained, didn't want to spend the money different philosophy well it's not working out now unfortunately and when you go all in on a philosophy and this is my strategy and it doesn't work then you're kind of you know sitting there and your job's going to be on the line unfortunately he'll find another job in football he's he's been successful his resume speaks for itself but this is just so tough for Ottawa and I, I'm with you I don't see any way that like I'm trying to I talk about paths to victory there are very few paths to victory I think for Ottawa there are some I mean, they, can, they, have, they have talent still, some talent that can go out and, and win a football game, but are, the stars have to align for Ottawa in this game tonight, and I just don't see that happening. Yeah. I think you said it really well the other day with regards to the COVID situation. I mean, it's a, four, it's a shortened season, blah, 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 but every team's dealing with the same conditions. So I guess that's why it's not an excuse for anybody. And now they've got this quarterback in there, Devlin Duck Hodges, who started six games for the Pittsburgh Steelers. But who cares? Like, Paul Apolise knows enough. He's been around this league long enough that just because this guy started six games for the Pittsburgh Steelers doesn't mean he's going to be the next Doug Flutie. So they're in a bind. They yeah. fired everybody. Who's left? The general manager, Marcel Desjardins. And I've Whoa. always really liked Marcel. Like, it hurts It hurts me to say that I think he's going to be gone. But listen, this is the buzz in the league. This is why people watch this show. They want to know what's going on in the league. And I'm going to tell you because I can't. Guys are already jockeying and lining up and dusting off resumes. <laughs> right. Trust me. They're already talking about who's going to be the next general manager of the Ottawa Red Blacks. So it's, I'm not going out on a huge limb here when I say that. You had a point on that well, before I Paul move on? Paul LaPolice can only coach the players that are given to him, right? He's not out doing yeah. recruit, recruiting visits like you are in college as a coach. He's not making trades. So, you know, he'll start to work on Hopefully this next quarterback is the guy. Maybe he'll help. I don't know. But uh, I, that's the guy I feel really bad for is Paul LaPolice because this isn't a true indication of who he is as a head coach. 
No, no, and I think that's why he's going to be safe when uh, the bullets start flying. By the way, the poll question today from all Universal Collision Center is this. Which is Canada's Game of the Week in Week 8 of the CFL? Capital Auto Mall with dealerships across the prairies. Uh, there are three games. Uh, tonight, Hamilton at Ottawa. And then Friday, the doubleheader, Montreal at Toronto. Sask at BC, and it, ain't even, it isn't even a race. It's Saskatchewan at BC, Friday Night Football, uh, 86% on Twitter. And whew, it is bright here, man. 82% <clears throat> on Facebook. That's the one that people are looking forward to the most. Moving on here in the warm-up. And by the way, I think that we will probably carry this over into the second block of the discussion. And then we'll be bringing in Mo Khan from TSN Montreal. The uh, warm-up, by the way, brought to you by E. Cole Electric. Our annual fall promotion sale is on now with special pricing on hundreds of in-stock items. E. Cole Electric, let's get to work. I was loath, Moose, to talk about the Kirill Kaprizov situation. Unlike our younger staff of the RP show, they're like, can you talk about this more? And I'm like, no, and I, here's why. Kirill Kaprizov wasn't going anywhere. He was going to have to sign. Now, he threatened to hold out with Minnesota Wild Camp, but Billy Guerin was holding all the cards, and Kaprizov has signed now a five-year, $45 million deal, which works out to $9 million a year, which is exactly what Bill Guerin was offering. Now, I'd be interested in your take on this, but where was Kirill Kaprizov going to go? And what does $5 million translate to? Like, that's not a bridge deal per se, but that's not really a long-term deal either. I just hope it's a deal that both sides are happy with. Yeah, I think so. I think Kaprizov probably wanted more term, more commitment at a higher figure, obviously. And Bill Guerin would want, if you're going to pay $9 million a year for a guy who was, you know, rookie of the year and, and had a good season, we don't know if that's going to translate into a long career. Look at what, ha- what has happened with Patrick Laine, a really good high-end player was a really great rookie, really great young player, but he struggled to stay focused, to stay committed, to put up those results. So you commit to $9 million for a, for a young kid like that, and he's not going to pan out, that's a huge risk. Five years, not so risky for Bill Guerin. He, he could not pay $9 million a year over the course of 8, 9, 10 years for this young player and take that risk. It was just too much risk for his organization. Five years? Okay, they found the spot that's comfortable. Now, if he continues to play well and evolve his game and continues to grow, then they'll extend that and he'll, pay, he'll be making $9 million or more for a lot longer. But Bill Guerin has to manage the risk of the Minnesota Wild. The kid's got to get paid, but what was he going to do? Wasn't going to make that in the KHL. And if he leaves now... Who knows if, if he ever has an opportunity to make that money again. So you're right. Ah. Bill Guerin held the cards, and I think they came to a deal that they probably could have came to three months ago. And I guess it's just it was an absence of anything else to talk about in the National Hockey League, why this was such a big deal. The Jack Eichel situation, trust me, I get Kirill Kaprizov, different story. He wasn't going to get any more money. This is what he's owed. or Yeah, he, he is owed that. I, let's not go down the Mitch Marner Road and the $11 million plus. Kaprizov, I think, has earned it. Mitch Marner never won a Calder Trophy, correct? Good point. Yeah, Clark jumped in and says, no, he did not. Yeah, it, rhetorical question, guys. Uh, so I didn't by answer. The way, <clears throat> <laughs> you knew that I knew the answer. Uh, just a couple moments left here. I'm going to throw in some. No, you're good, Clark. You're good. I'm going to throw in some 
comments from the viewers here. Ryan McCarthy watching in Saratoga, New York, says, Man, I sure wish I lived in Edmonton for those tickets. Sounds like fun. Type in rugby tickets on the YouTube feed, and you will be automatically entered for the random draw to go to the HSBC Rugby Super 7s uh, event this weekend at Edmonton. Jenna Reagan watching in Southern California. Let's go, Red Blacks. From Todd Pinkney says, per Adam Schefter, Antonio Brown placed on the COVID reserve list. Dun, dun, dun. I'm surprised it doesn't happen more. Uh, another from Ryan in New York. Who knew Tom Brady had a personality until after he left New England? Right? I know. <laughs> Bill didn't let him talk. Uh, good morning from Kansas City. John Schmeiser checking in there. So it took me a minute to get the comments going because initially yesterday's came up. But we're rolling moose. And uh, when we come back after this first break, I'm going to talk about expectations of the Seattle Kraken. NHL training camps opening in earnest this week. In the NFL, there are 0-2 teams. There are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 teams in the National Football League that are 0-2. Who's in the worst shape out of all of them? And Evander Kane's facing... More allegations, but new ones of sexual assault and domestic battery. And I think we do need to spend a minute on that. So we got a lot on the table. We'll be right back. We're broadcasting live from the Beach House in beautiful Pompano Beach, Florida, on the RP Show. Canada's daytime sports talk show continues right after this on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.